welcome to the BPD Bunch Brunch, where we get together with our favorite brunchy beverages to catch up, play games, and talk about all things BPD. I'm your host, Sani, and today I'm here with Georgette, Katya, and Andre. Where in the world is everyone coming from, and what's your brunchy beverage for the day? So I'm coming from the U.S. in New Jersey, and I have regular tea, and then I got came really prepared and have herbal tea also. Okay, so I'm joining from the West Midlands in the United Kingdom, and my drink is squash, but it's, as always, in one of my funky tumblers. Um, very Halloween themed today. I love Wait, it. What was the drink? It's squash, so it's basically like blackcurrant cordials. It's not really interesting, so I put it in an interesting oh. cup to compensate. <laughs> that sounds interesting to me. <laughs> Do you guys not call it squash then? We don't have a lot no. of blackcurrant in the US. Blackcurrant oh. is like a UK yeah. thing. Squash in America, to my friends, it's a, it's a vegetable. Yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't introduce myself. Sorry, I just started chatting. So, hi, so it's Andre once again, Papa Fergus. I'm in Southampton, UK, not in the Hamptons because I'm not that rich. And I'm drinking <laughs> um, out of my man flu mug something called blackcurrant cordial, which is a mixture that you mix fruit juice with water, basically. You're both drinking it. This is like very popular today. It's very very British. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we are going to be playing a game, Speed Art Therapy. We will have prompts, and then you have 60 seconds to draw whatever the prompt inspires in you, and then we will share it. So for those of you watching along at home, grab out some paper and a pen if you want to draw along with us. If you happen to be listening to this on an audio-only podcast, I recommend going to check out the episode either on Spotify or on YouTube because we do have video versions of all of our episodes and you'll be able to follow along and see our art there. So the first prompt is called Inside Out. That means create a drawing that represents the different emotions experienced by someone with BPD. And for those of you watching at home, start your timer now. All right, that's the end. Okay. <laughs> okay. On the we count all hold of it up three. at the same time? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah okay. Two. Okay. Three. Oh, I don't know. Can you see it? <laughs> oh, my conscious is great. You're oh, like, I love Don't yeah. Ooh, wow. I like that. Can you see? Yeah. yeah. So basically, um, for those that can't see this yet, my picture depicts um, three heads coming off one singular stalk, and it. it what, so what that very, basically for me, what that means is BPD is, isn't about separate personalities. It's about um, a mixture of things in one person which makes it easier to then bounce back to one of the other ones straight away because it is it's still part of the whole so we can we can we can clearly identify it. so it's a bit like being um a spectator watching your other self at play but you're well aware of what's going on but not able to control it Ooh. now i feel weird because mine is just like different faces <laughs> <laughs> because because my initial thought was just to do like intense things of color and then I thought I wanted to show faces 
So then I tried to do like intense facial expressions. So like really angry and like yeah. the sunshine for really happy. And then like puddles of water for sad. But I got a little bit, uh, I don't know, freaked out by the like time. And I was like, yeah. ah. That's the beauty of having this thing because no two um, people are the same. And then you get, then at some point, someone out there might find out that they're my twinny and they drew something similar or they drew something similar to, um, to say, Georgia or Katya's piece. Actually, Katya, what did you draw? Because your one looked kind of tingly. What was that? Okay, so mine sort of had a Wizard of Oz theme to it. So you've got, like, the whirlwind or the tornado, which is massively, like, out of scale because it's only slightly bigger than the house. But you can see that BPD is like a bit of a whirlwind and you can see that people are getting caught up in it, um, running away, and all... <laughs> which may or may not be an accurate depiction of reality. Um, but you can see that it's kind of like a storm and there's things that are in its path and you just have to wait for it to blow over. And then once it's finished, like everything's back to normal and it's peaceful. So I guess it's about that just like tumultuous experience. Um, of emotion that people with BPD face. I love it. I'm glad you explained it though, because I thought they were all like dead bodies on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, it doesn't get to that stage. <laughs> okay, so mine was I was just trying to draw extreme emotions. So this was like a fire, like anger. This was um, an umbrella in the rain for sadness. And this was like joy, like a heart, like bursting. So those are my depiction of the strength of emotions. I kind of went the same way as uh, Zanny and Andre. Now I'm jealous of Katya's creativity. <laughs> I, think, I think we can say Katya won this round just from yeah. sheer creativity. Oh, I never win anything. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> so our next prompt is journey to stability. Illustrate. A visual representation of the journey towards mental and emotional stability, what that means to you. Oh boy. We'll start our timer in three, two, one, go. Time. Oh. All right. Three, two, oh, one. Yeah. Everybody. Ooh. Very I feel cool. like mine is pretty straightforward. It's just sort of the the things being kind of bananas and like they still can be bananas sometimes, but yeah. it's just not as not as much. Yeah. yeah. Leveled like off. levels out. And there's still a couple of like there's still a couple of jumps in there, but they're not as not as extreme. It looks like an EKG. Yeah. <laughs> Love her, yeah. Good use of color. All right, I'll go next then. So I did, I wrote my note of what I was supposed to be drawing. So I was trying to do like a path, like almost like a game board. Um, I love that. It was like winding. We should make a game. We should. Yeah. <laughs> the so, journey to stability board game. Yeah, because like I feel like you could have, like I played a game with my kids last night where it was like, you know, you would land on something and you'd have to go back two spaces or whatever. So I feel like that's kind of what I was going for a board game. This is like a tree fell. So you're going to have like, you have to, you know, like obstacles in the way. Mm -hmm. And this was, um, that's a bridge. <laughs> I was really desperate on time, but I felt like I was trying to represent the, the journey to stability. Like it's not 
a straight line and there can be a lot of twists and turns. And I think we all go through periods, or at least I know I have, of feeling like I'm just back where I started or I never even should have started this. I'm doing so terribly. But you can see that you, you know, sometimes it helps for another person to point it out to you, but you can see that you actually are making forward progress. Sometimes it's just hard to see yourself. Yeah. I'm getting lost. I'm terrified now. Okay. Okay, so mine was fairly self-explanatory so it's just compass with the main compass points on there and I think for me that was just because my road to stability has been all about finding direction because I never really had any before but I think after training as a teacher and doing volunteering and spending time working on the things that motivate me and what my values are as a person and really focusing on kind of moral development it started to come together a lot more um, so yeah, mine just is really simple. It's just representative of finding direction, really. I gotta say, Katja, I really love that whole, like everything you had to say, because I mean, I think it's especially great because, you know, you're one of the members of the bunch who hasn't had any like BPD specific treatment and, and yet you still learned a lot of really impactful lessons from your various life experiences that helped you get to where you are today. And I, I just, so I just, I just love everything you said. Oh, thank you. It's trial and error and mostly error, but you get there in the end. <laughs> Teacher, I bow to you. <laughs> <laughs> I wish my actual Andre. students would. <laughs> Andre, stop okay. stalling. You okay, stall okay. You know what? I've, I've literally been stalling because... I'm just panning up. Here we go. One more time for the camera. So this is basically a load of pile of rubble and a wall. And so this is a pile of rubble brick mm-hmm. and, a, and a half-built wall behind. The reason why the wall is half-built, because in, in my sense, my journey and my version of BPD, I always have a very strong temper and, and, and quick to be inflammatory. So I looked at a lot of the things in my previous life as... Um, breaking down a wall and destructive and it, it was a bit of rubble but what I've now learned to do is use repurpose what I thought were broken bricks into building a new stronger wall because they you've had to take the time to work out how they fit together that's what I feel that I've been doing is finding um, the things that I used to find as negative and repurposing them and think actually no this now fits with my new narrative and it's creating a, a, a stronger wall Oh, I love that's that. It, I think that's, yeah. No, I think that's really good. I thought that was great. Yeah. yeah. And I like the idea of like repurposing things and changing your own narrative because I've been doing that a little bit in my head with some of my stuff, personal stuff in my life. And I think it's really powerful. All right. Ready for the next one? Yeah. So this one will be interesting. It's called Mask Off. Depict a person wearing a mask that represents their public persona and then draw what lies beneath it. Okay. Start your timers in three, two, one, go. Time is up. No. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Okay. We will show our works in three, two, one. I got my inspiration for the mask from this creepy Halloween mask that I saw at the Halloween (laughs) store recently. 
Can you, yeah, can you even see mine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so Andre, yeah. tell us about yours. Okay, so basically everyone might not know that gardening is um, a huge hobby of mine. So I chose to go for my master's two plant pots. The first plant pot um, shows um, a character um, and it has, it has the tree in the plant pot and the first tree is fully grown and, you know, it's beautiful, loads of foliage. And the second plant pot depicts a sad face with um, a, a, a very diminished looking version of a tree that's almost dying. It's got two little leaves on it. That's so it's barely hanging on. So from my personal experience, that's how I've seen a lot of my um, mental health and mental illnesses on the face of things. Almost 90% of people that know me know me as the bubbly person who's flourishing. But on the other side, very few people have seen the side of me where um, like, I'm crying for no reason. I haven't, you know, my bedroom is full of clothes on the floor. I haven't washed up for days and I'm paranoid to get out the front door. So those are the that's the reflection. So yeah, I might actually now have to try and make those um, plant pots or get someone to make them on my behalf. So if anyone's watching and you're very good at that stuff and you can ship to the UK if you're further away, let me know, and I will I will plant something in those with pride. But I'll make sure both things grow, not just one. I like that. I like how you brought your gardening into it. Who wants to go next? So this is my. My mask, and actually it looks a little disturbing when I did the teeth, but <laughs> it's trying to make it lifelike. So this is like the mask that people see um, where everything is okay and you're smiling, but on the inside you have like turmoil and sadness and love, and that's my little skeleton head. Um, like an X, I guess, for anger and a lot of like questioning because I feel like it's, I'm a person who who does mask a lot, Um so I think a lot of people don't realize that I have a lot like going on behind the mask. It's easier to move around the world if you look like you're okay. And I learned that very early and I've kept that throughout my life. So um, yeah, just the appearing okay and being able to kind of hide the things that are going on in the background, I think is good in some ways because you appear very confident. Um, you appear like, oh yeah, everything's fine. But then at the same time, you're have so much inner turmoil that you might not be getting like, I, I almost feel like I can't reach out for help because people would be like, how are you? I'm not understanding why you're telling me you're doing so bad, but you always look so, you know, put together and fine. It's like a yeah. double-edged sword. Yeah. Oh, I really like that you brought up that double-edged swordness because that's kind of because like for me, I I made mine sort of two halves of the of a whole because historically, at least for me, I did not used to mask really at all, and it was like whatever emotion I was feeling, it was like out in the world. So it's kind of like I've almost developed like a half mask where it's where it's useful because I do think there are some situations. I mean, I may be in a position where it's just not appropriate for me to be telling somebody how I'm feeling about things that are not related to what's going on, like in a professional setting. I think it is useful to be able to have a mask, and I didn't have that before. And I think finding that balance, right, where it's not all the time, but in those necessary situations. And yeah, and then what's under the mask is just insanity. I thought one was a fried egg. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that until now. It does kind of look like a fried egg. It was supposed to be like an eye with like crazy yeah, yeah, makeup yeah. or something. But yeah, with only 60 seconds, there's only so much you can do. 
Kadia. Okay, so mine is a very similar format to I think what has gone before. Um, obviously, the smiling face, which is the mask. I've adapted it a little bit in my case because I think a lot of people would be tempted to put a sad face or an angry face. In my case, because of being schizotypal, there's actually not really anything there, hence like the, the flat face. And it's really interesting that you've spoken about masking because for me it's become almost like an essential coping skill. I remember in one of my first ever jobs that I had, I was actually told that I was dead behind the eyes and that was a bit of a wake up call. And I was like, okay, like I really need to like start looking at how I come across to other people because I am so flat, like my emotions are quite blunted for somebody with BPD because of that STPD overlap. And I think in terms of masking, people sometimes have this perception of masking that it is you know, you are really a horrible person and you're putting on a front to come across as nice. But actually, I find in my case, and in most of the people that I know with personality disorders in general, that actually we're taking what we've got and turning it up to 11. <laughs> because otherwise, I think I would probably just be completely lost in the world because I'm not able to demonstrate my emotions, either in a socially acceptable way or in a way that people would expect for somebody with BPD. So going back to what Georgette said, you know, people like not taking you seriously or not understanding because actually the way that you present to the world is totally different to how you are on the inside. So masking and mirroring has basically got me as far as it possibly can in life. And I do think we rely on it so much that these pictures probably will never do it justice for how much of an essential it is for people with personality disorders. Mm. Oh, I like this one. Embracing the chaos. Create a drawing that captures the beauty and strength found within the chaos of BPD. Okay. And you can start your timer in three, three, three two, one, go! Time's up! Yeah. We're gonna show our art in three, two, one. Wow. Each one is very different. I want tooth nut bread. Okay, Kaji, you have to go first because you have to explain yeah. what that means. Okay, so, <laughs> so first of all, like the heart, I think, is probably fairly obvious. Um, I think even with BPD, like one of the upsides of being so emotional and feeling things so intensely is that you do feel a lot of love for people and love for different things, um, which is kind of highlighted by the badly drawn fire here, which represents passion. So I think that we can be so intense sometimes to our detriment, but then the flip side of that is that we can also be incredibly passionate, incredibly creative um, about the things that we do care about. Then this is a light bulb. So that's to represent knowledge, which I feel like over the years, and especially since my diagnoses, I've understood myself a lot more because of the knowledge that I've gained about myself and also about the disorders that I have. Um, <laughs> and then this is not bread, this is a tooth. Um, <laughs> I had to write that on there because it does seriously look like bread, but it's actually meant to be a wisdom tooth to represent wisdom. <laughs> Um, which is, on reflection, probably not the best of pictures that I could have chosen. Um, mm. But again, <laughs> mm. 
like to looking at that as a whole I do feel like you do gain such a lot of knowledge from your journey um, and from healing and there's so much that you can take from that journey to make you a better person and to grow so yeah that's that's a summary of my drawing I love it definitely tooth not bread <laughs> yeah yeah if you if you learn nothing else from my journey it's that it's teeth, teeth not bread, not bread. <laughs> Do you want to go, Andre? I'll go on then. Go on then with my urban masterpiece of a drawing. So I had this thing of myself as a magician, the the king of magicians, um, wielding great power in my hands. And into my into my cloak was drawn in um, questions and feelings of doubt and chaos with the arrow, swiping the arrow facing inwards. And at the top of this, it manifested in in orbs of great power and chemistry and science on the right and power on the on the left. So this is what my superpower and the greatness of, of, of all the chaos in my life is that it's made me more powerful. Because I always wanted to be someone's safe space, that person that can wrap my cloak around um people and let the anger and whatever dissipate and out of it, it would, I would benefit because I get power, but then they would feel safe. I think a lot of times when we help other people, it, it makes us feel good. And it's like, you you know, you're saying you kind of gain personal power when you help others because you have, you, you feel empowered. Like I helped somebody. It makes you feel like you have a purpose. So I like that. All right. I'll share mine. So this is, a picture <laughs> it's a picture of a um calm person embracing a quiet uh, crying baby like the chaos like a, the baby is like crying and kind of they're supposed to be balled up fists and like kicking his legs um and i just went with like embracing the chaos of your inner child sometimes because i feel like a lot of us have these injured inner children that just do really need to be embraced. And I know I had a really powerful experience at one point where I just kind of acknowledged the inner me, the inner child that was like hurt and scared and sad. And, and I spoke to myself lovingly, like the way I would to a child who needed comfort. And I found that to be a really powerful experience of being able to soothe myself, which I think can sometimes be hard for those of us with BPD. We seek outside sources to soothe us. And um, I was lucky enough to be able to get in the mind space um, where I was really powerfully soothing myself. Yes. So I drew the healing heart emoji and then just a bunch of different colors coming out of it because the healing heart emoji signifies healing and then all the colors it's like i don't know it isn't anything specific and therefore it's kind of chaotic but it is i think chaos can be beautiful all by itself so that's what i did i love it thank you everyone so much for watching We hope that you got a nugget of joy and wisdom out of this. And if you participated, 
take a picture of your art and tag us on social media. We would love to see your interpretations of some of these prompts. You can join our Facebook group and share your art there. Links to the Facebook group will be down below. And we will see you next Sunday for another brunch. Till next time. Bye. Bye. Uh, I don't even know what I'm doing. Uh. I'm fully concentrating on this. <laughs> I am gonna do it more the style that I was thinking the first time. So I'm I'm not gonna do any. I feel like sixty silly things this like... time. I'm... It's really not that long. No, uh. it's not. Uh... My brain's already confused. <laughs> the pressure is on. Don't look at it to you. Focus your mind. Be like water, my friend.